Hello, cryptid enthusiasts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, Justin Crunkleton. On behalf of the Cole Falls College Eagle Radio team, I welcome you back. Today we've got a literally big episode, as we're going to tackle a creature of uh, more story and mythology, although some seeds of their existence still lie in the ground today, supposedly. Today we're going to be talking about giants. Let me first be clear. Today on Cryptid Corner I will not be discussing um, people who suffer from gigantism. That would be the disease that uh, makes people, well, gigantic compared to the normal man or woman. Um, These people range to be uh, upwards of 7 feet plus uh, perhaps up to even eight feet tall, with uh, you know larger than normal proportion body parts and things of that nature. Uh, these people typically suffer from this condition, and their body fails to keep them alive, hold them up, things like that. Uh, there have been people put on sideshows and circus acts, as well as um, functioning members of society today who have uh, had this rare condition. We're not talking about those people. <clears throat> We're talking about mythological beasts from story, uh, ones that range at least 10 feet tall to upwards of 15, 20, sometimes even 30 feet tall or more. This kind of story ranges across all cultures. Um, Almost all cultures and histories have had some recollection of giants before. In their folklore, giants are beings of human-like appearance but are at times prodigious in size and strength, or bear an otherwise notable appearance. That The word giant is first attested in 1297 from Robert of Gloucester, Gloucester's Chronicle. It is derived from the Gigantes, Greek, of Greek mythology. Uh, a lot of fairy tales over time, such as Jack the Giant Killer, have formed the modern perception of giants as stupid and violent monsters sometimes said to eat humans, while other times tend to eat livestock. The antagonist in Jack and the Beanstalk is often described as a giant in that way. In some more recent portrayals, like those of Jonathan Swift and uh, Roald Dahl, some giants are both intelligent and friendly, intermingling with human society naturally. Throughout history and different cultures, we seem to see a trend of giants being these mystical, sometimes wise figures on the offhand, as these violent, uh, unintelligent beasts that are meant to be taken down by the human heroes. We also see at times where giants are more godlike beings that sometimes intermingle and breed with humans, creating heroic offspring. We're going to go through some of the culture's portrayals today. First of all, being Abrahamic or biblical Jewish descriptions of giants. Well, first of all, Genesis tells of the Nephilim before and after Noah's flood. According to Genesis 7.23, the Nephilim were destroyed in the flood, but Nephilim are reported after the flood, including the Anakites, the Emites, the Amorites, and the Rephite, and the Rephites. The book of Numbers includes the discouraging report by the spies who Moses sent into Canaan. Quote, we can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. All of the people we saw there are of great size. We saw the Nephilim there, the descendants of Anak, come from the Nephilim, 
we seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we looked the same to them. However, the book of Joshua, describing the actual conquest of Canaan in a later generation, makes no reference to such people being there. The Bible also tells of Gog and Magog, who later entered European folklore, and of the famous battle between David and the Philistine Goliath. I think we all know that story. Goliath was mentioned to be nine to ten feet tall. While Goliath is often... However, while Goliath is often portrayed as a giant in retellings of the biblical narrative, he appears to be significantly smaller than other giants, biblical or otherwise. A first century historian, Flav a Jewish historian, Flavius Josephus, and the first and second century uh, BC Dead Sea Scrolls both give Goliath's height as four cubits and a span. That translates to be about seven foot nine. Uh, the King James translation, coming about around the 1500s, differs in this respect, reporting that the giant Goliath is being six cubits in a span, or eleven and a quarter feet. But the Septuagint, a Greek Bible, once again gives Goliath's height as four cubits in a span. On another note, Josephus also described the Amorites as giants in his Antiquities of the Jews, circa 93 AD indicating that some sort of fossils may have been on display at the time, for which reason they removed their camp to Hebron, and when they had taken it, they slew all the inhabitants. They were there till then, there were till then left the race of giants, who had bodies so large and countenances so entirely different from other men, that they were surprising to the sight and terrible to the hearing. The bones of these men are still shown to this very day, unlike to any credible relations of other men. Islam also makes mentions of these as Jababirat uh, uh, or Jabirun, uh, such as tyrants or giants. Um, they also use things as, uh, use monikers as Jalut or Goliath. It is said also that in the book of Enoch, uh, a book that was later left out of the Bible, that uh, the offspring of fallen angels with humans were giant. They were men of renown, heroes, um, meant to tower over the other uh, human people as they were mixed with uh, powerful heavenly bodies and humans. Going to the Armenian culture, the Hayek was known as the founder of the Armenian state. Hayek was part of a race of giants who helped construct the Tower of Babel. Ancient historian Moses Koronosti wrote, Hayek was handsome and personable, with curly hair, sparkling eyes, and strong arms. Among the giants, he was the bravest and most famous, opponent of all who raised their hand to become absolute ruler over the giants and heroes. Mount Nimrut is also known to have received its name from an American tradition, in which Nimrod was killed by an arrow shot by Hayek during a massive battle between two rival armies of giants to the southeast of Lake Van. Now, according to Baltic mythology, the playing of a giantess named Naringa on the seashore formed by the Coronian spit, this character also appears in other myths, in some of which she is shown as a young, strong woman, similar to a female version of the Greek Hercules. Now, in the Basque culture, giants are rough but generally righteous characters of formidable strength living in the hills. 
giant stand for the Basque people reluctant to convert to Christianity, who decide to stick to the old lifestyle and customs of the forest. Sometimes they hold the secret of ancient techniques and wisdom unknown to the Christians. Like in the legend of San Martin Tzatziki, while their most outstanding feature is their strength, it follows that in many legends all over the Basque territory, the giants are to be held accountable for the creation of many stone formations, hills, ages-old megalithic structures, and so on, with similar explanations provided in different spots. In Bulgarian folklore, giants called Ispolini inhabited the earth before modern humans. They lived in the mountains, fed on raw meat, and often fought against dragons. Ispolini were afraid of blackberries, which posed a danger of making the giants trip and die. So they offered sacrifices to that plant. In Greek mythology, the Gigantes were, uh, according to the poet Hesiod, uh, the children of Uranus and Gaia, where some depictions had them with snake-like legs. They were involved in a conflict with the Olympian gods called the Gigantomachy, when Gaia had them attack Mount Olympus. This battle was eventually settled when the hero Heracles decided to help the Olympians. The Greeks believed some of them, like Enecladus, to lie buried from that time under the earth, and that their tormented quivers resulted in earthquakes and volcanic eruptions. Herodotus in Book 1, Chapter 68, describes how the Spartans uncovered in Tegea the body of Orestes, which was seven cubits long, approximately twelve feet three inches. In his book, The Comparison of Romulus with Theseus, Plutarch describes how the Athenians uncovered the body of Theseus, which was, quote, of more than ordinary size. The kneecaps of Ajax were exactly the size of a discus for the boy's pentathlon, wrote Posthenesis. A boy's discus was about four and a half inches in diameter, while a normal adult patella is about two inches suggesting Ajax may have been nearly over 14 feet tall. Also, the Cyclops are compared to giants due to their huge size. For example, Polyphemus, son of Poseidon and Thusa, and Nemesis of Odysseus in Homer's The Odyssey. The elder Cyclops were the children of Gaia and Uranus, and later made Zeus's master thunderbolt, Poseidon's trident and Hades' helm of darkness during the Titanomachy. To mention also another form of children of Gaia and Uranus, the Hecatonchires are giants who have a hundred arms and fifty heads. In Hindu culture, there are accounts stating humans that grew to the size of giants during the Satya Yuga, the first of the four cyclical ages, or yugas, in the Hindu reckoning of time. And according to Jainism, there was a time when giants walked upon the earth. Jain cosmology divides the world, worldly cycle of time into two parts of half cycles, Avasarpani, age of descending purity, and ascending, Utsarpani. According to Jain texts, the heights of Rishabha, first Tirthanankara, of the present half cycle of time, was 500 Zasanshua. In Avasarpani, as the cycle moves ahead, height of all humans and animals decreases. So over time, people grow shorter. So we don't have much to look forward to, but a lot to look back towards. To go on to Native American, according to Paiute oral history, the Siteka or Sai 
are a legendary tribe of red-haired cannibalistic giants, the remains of which were allegedly found in 1911 by guano miners in Nevada's Lovelock Cave. Furthermore, the Paiute creation story tells of beautiful giants who once lived between the Sierra Nevadas and the Rocky Mountains. After giving birth to a disfigured child, the giants treated the child so poorly that, quote, the Great Spirit responded by making the land hot and desolate and allowing enemies to conquer the giants. Only two giants survived, Paiute and his wife, both of whose skin became brown from eternally living in the hot desert. Adrienne Mayor writes about the Cite Ka in her book, The Legends of the First Americans. She suggests that the giant interpretation of the skeletons from Lovelock Cave and other dry caves in Nevada was started by entrepreneurs setting up tourist displays and that the skeletons themselves were of normal size. However, about, an, about 100 miles north of Lovelock, there are plentiful fossils of mammoths and cave bears, and their large limb bones could easily be thought to be those of giants by an untrained observer. She also discusses that the reddish hair, pointing out that hair pigment is not stable after death, and the various factors such as temperature, soil, etc. can turn ancient a very dark rusty red or orange. Specifically, the Aztec mythology features the Quinametsin, a, giant, a race of giant men created in one of the previous solar eras. They are credited with the construction of Teotihuacan. In Norse mythology, the Jotun are often opposed to the gods. While often translated as giants, most are described as being roughly human-sized. Some are portrayed as huge, such as frost giants, fire giants, and mountain giants. The giants are the origin of most of various monsters in North mythology, and in the eventual Battle of Ragnarok, the giants will storm Asgard and fight the gods until the world is destroyed. Even so, the gods themselves were related to the giants by many marriages, and there are giants such as Aegir, Loki, Mimir, and Skull, who bear little difference in status to them. The chief god, Odin, was the great-grandson of the giant Ymir. Trolls are beings that are sometimes very large, and the name Troll applies to Jotnar, in accordance with these giant, other giants. Norse mythology also holds that the entire world of men was created from the flesh of Ymir, a giant of cosmic proportions whose name is considered by some scholars to share a root with Yama of Indo-Iranian mythology. Traveling to Iceland, one legend says that two night-prowling giants, a man and a woman, were traversing the fjord near Drangi Island when their, with their cow when they were surprised by the bright rays of daybreak. As a result of exposure to daylight, all three were turned into stone. Drangi represents the cow and curling, supposedly the female giant, meaning old hag, is to the south of it. Carl, the male giant, was to the north of the island, but he disappeared long ago. In Roman history, Several Jupiter giant columns have been found in Germania Superior. These were crowned with a statue of Jupiter, typically on horseback, defeating or trampling down a giant, often depicted as a snake. They are restricted to the area of southwestern Germany, western Switzerland, French Jura, and also. Now, that was a lot about what different cultures and history has to say about giants. Such evidence and such um, cultural significance leads to the fact that Many cultures truly believe there at one time were giant people, and some of the evidence today we have of the living people suffering with gigantism speaks to that as well. 
However, what is there to say about giant skeletons being found today in this modern era? Throughout the centuries, certain archaeologists have searched for fossil evidence of a race of giants. Alleged evidence includes the giant of Castellanau, estimated at 11 feet 6 inches tall, discovered by the anthropologist Georges Vacher de la Poge at the Bronze Age Cemetery of Castellanau-le-Lez, France, France, in the winter of 1890. In 1894, press accounts mentioned of a discovery of bones of human giants unearthed at a prehistoric cemetery at Montpellier, France. Skulls 28 inches, 31 inches, and 32 inches in circumference were reported alongside other bones of gigantic proportions, which indicated that they belonged to a race of men, quote, between 10 and 15 feet in height. The bones were reportedly sent to the Paris Academy for further study. The remains of Siteka or Sa'i, a legendary tribe of red-haired cannibalistic giants mentioned before, were also allegedly found in that uh, Nevada cave in 1911. Allow me to also regale you with an interesting story, a theory. Now, this is believed to be a hoax, uh, a fabricated story, but it's something to think about. There was a story of a special operations group who was uh, stationed in Afghanistan. They were Americans. They were tasked to travel to a cave where a recent patrol squad had gone missing. Upon uh, traveling this winding path up to a secluded cave, they uh, were attacked by a 10 to 15 foot tall red-haired giant man. Uh, who used a tree log sharpened into a spear to skewer one of the soldiers. Armed with M4 carbines, uh, 50 caliber rifles, 50 caliber sniper rifles, and uh, other different forms of explosives and ammunition, supposedly concentrated fire of 30 seconds is what it took to take down such a giant. Um, this was in 2002, so no pictures were taken from the soldiers personally, and if they were, the remains were scooped up by uh, certain uh, black ops task forces, um, obviously delineated by the U.S. government, and the Marines in question were told to keep quiet on this issue. Now, supposedly this story comes from a leak from one of those Marines who has uh, reported it anonymously, and it has gained traction as it is found but there is actually a cave out where they were discussing. Uh, the region escapes me, but there is supposedly a cave in that region that fits the description of the winding path for the right distance, and uh, there's been some small remains to small animal bones in that cave when explored. Of course, a giant being there is, well, a certain lack of giant. So this begs the question, do giants exist today? Did they exist recently? Do people who suffer from gigantism, are they essentially the descendants of a bygone race of people? Uh, their genetics just now coming up in the modern era uh, after being dormant for many generations. Either way, if that were true, are giants supposed to be depicted as um, mindless, violent beasts? described as heroes of our time or described as ancient and wise sages. 
with hidden knowledge. Either way, it is fun to know that all different cultures have these depictions of giants, and it's something that can be discussed across any different culture and any different people. Um, I think it's fun to see what they uh, have to say about them and whether or not they're viewed as evil or good or indifferent. Now, whether it comes on uh, the topic of whether giants are still around today, well, I suppose that's just left for uh, Cryptic Corner listeners to go and start unearthing bones in different regions of the world, I suppose. But, without encouraging uh, trespassing with small hand tools and shovels, I just have to ask that you come back next time for our next episode of Cryptic Corner. On behalf of Skull Falls College Eagle Radio Team, your host, Justin Crunkleton. I thank you and I invite you back.